guys and the girl right here, right now on KyleSherman.fm. From Hollywood, California, it's two guys and a girl with Kyle Sherman, Hunter Parrish, and Dallas and Tyler. All systems ready for takeoff. Please stand by. To call in, pick up your phone and dial 310-651-6772. Hey guys, what's going on? It's two guys and a girl. And right now, we're broadcasting live from Hollywood. I am Kyle. You go. Oh, I'm Hunter. Yeah, goes and I'm here. Allison. I'm always last. It's two guys and a girl. That's right. Lord. Uh, all right, guys. It's September 16th, 2009. Holy moly. Time's flying by. Can you, believe, can you guys remember going to school in September? Way back in the day? Like, that's when you started school. And, I, and summer <laughs> seemed so long. I remember going to school in August. Yeah, we started August 3rd. I, th- yeah. I feel like we started like September 8th Y'all or pro- something. Everyone else did in the country. We always started earliest. Wow. It's it really, it really loud loud noises in the studio today. It's like um, a monkey. It is. It's like there's like some sort of monkey sound. Um, anyway, Allison, do we have a quote of the day today? We do. We do. But what's the quote, quote of the day, day today? We do. It is. The quote is. <laughs> okay. Everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Who says that? Oh, Carl Jung. <laughs> oh, cool. that's, Carl, that's, Carl, that? that's Carl Young, I thought. That's oh. a, he's a, he's a, psycho, a psycho, uh, psychologist or whatever. Oh, let me read it again so it really sinks in. Right. Everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Oh, it's so true, though. I yeah. oh, I live by that every day. Like my judgments that I have on other people are often like my judgments. It's on just myself. like a mirror. Yeah. Like you see. Yeah. Like oh, you. I can't believe like how fat they are. It's like oh, that means you're insecure about your own fatness. Oh yeah. Okay. It's actually, it's, it's, yeah, it is very true. Yeah. It's a good quote, actually, Allison. Where yeah, did you find that, by the way? Just um, online? Yeah, I, I literally type into Google, quote of the day. And so, I found this website. And I don't comes, always pick the quote from today. I have to search a yeah, little bit. you go bit, around and you try to find And I find. And I, I like find that one, though. One. That's a really good one. That was a good yeah, find. Like um, well, guys, we have some very fun stuff for you on today's show. Uh, my buddy Joby Hart is with us. He attended the VMAs. This year, so yes. that should be kind of interesting to find out Whoa. kind of what happened. Then, so we'll we'll talk to him in just a little bit. Um, eh, you know, so stick around. We have some cool we have some cool fun stuff. Um, we're gonna open up the, the lines towards the end of the show as usual. Um, Allison, what have you been up to? What, what what happened with you this past week since the last show? Since the last show, um, I went to San Diego this past weekend. How was that? What were you doing out there? It was really fun. We were there for my girlfriend Alex's her twenty fifth birthday. Quarter of a century. She's old. She's old. You know what's crazy though about that? If you think about being twenty five, it's kind of scary because, yeah. like, really, a quarter of your life now is pretty much guaranteed to be over. Yeah. So we went to dinner at this place, and the guy, like, we had a cake for and everything, and the guy was like, this guy and girl that were sitting in the table behind us. The guy was like, so how old are you turning? Oh, I'm 25. And then like later on, they were like, so like, are you like depressed yet? Because, you know, that's that's kind of old. And, and Alex was like, no, like I'm fine. And the girl was like, yeah, I cried on my 25th birthday. <laughs> and what? I'm like listening. And I'm like, why would anybody say that to somebody yeah, on like, their birthday? Chill out. How old was that person? Older. Like 35, 50, like, The guy looked like he was probably like late 30s and the girl looked maybe like 30. That's just stupid. Are you kidding? 25 is like young. It's fine. You're 35 so- is like young. Yeah. 45 so- is like getting there, but still like freaking eight. It's still young. Be- it's still young. You're not, you're not 97. Yeah. 97 is old. That's old. Right. That's older. 
Yes, it is older. You know, I wonder though, honestly, about age is if we'll live, you know, for a while in the future. You know what I mean? We'll live longer oh, in, the in the future because of medicine or whatever. Yeah. Someone told me a statistic that uh, the lower, the fewer calories you eat. The, I mean, people that eat fewer calories in a daily basis to, uh, live longer. Really? Yeah. So starve yourself, people. Yes, yeah, starve yourself. No, you know, no calories. I, I don't want to live that old. Is that bad? No, I don't want to live that old. Like if I died at like eighty, I'd probably be good. Yeah, me too. Eighty's fine. It's a full life. It's a full life. Yeah, like I, I just yeah. Well, seventy-five feels young. Mm-hmm. See, still not old. No. Well, Hunter and I had a good time this weekend. We oldest woman just died at age one fifteen. That's right. That's out here in L.A. Actually, I think right. Uh. I don't know. I think it was LA. I feel like I read a story about this a while ago. Our good friend Ryan S. sent that that in. Through AIM? Awesome. Thank you, Ryan. That's really good. Uh, Well, we went to Laguna Beach this weekend, which was fun. We we had dinner down at the beach. And I have never really explored. I'd been there one time. I've never really explored Laguna. I'm sure you guys know about the MTV show Laguna Beach that was on for a while. And so, uh, you know, we've all kind of heard about it. And OC is kind of the same area. Newport Beach. Newport Beach. Yeah, the OC that show on Fox uh, a while back. But it's a really cool area. Uh, the OC uh, and, and Laguna Beach are super cool areas. It's beautiful down there. Really small town. I actually didn't realize how awesome uh, Laguna really was. It's you know, so from yeah. the show, you think it's going to be this like. I, actually, you mentioned this, Hunter. Yeah, I did. I said, well, you know, I I, I wanted to see it because I wanted to see this sort of crisp, uh, maybe ritzy type beach ritzy, town that's, that's word just around use, the corner ritzy. from LA. But and it's not unritzy, but it's not. As pretentious as I thought it was going to be, which is uh, right. to, to my favor. Well, what I, I can believe cool about and down home and beachy, it is. That's exactly what. And it, Cape what was amazing East about Coasty. it? You, it was very. The architecture was all Cape Cod, very East Coasty. But no, it was fun driving down there along the PCH, and then we finally arrived in Laguna. And what was awesome about it was there was like people literally like strewn across this beach, a small beach area. But there were hundreds of people, and there was like a small town hangout. That's cool. And all the young folks and like old folks were all chilling together and they're surfers and like it was awesome. That's fun. I want to go hang out in Laguna some more. That's so funny you talk about Laguna Beach because do you remember Dieter? I, I, I never saw the show. Oh, I never yeah. really saw the show. Oh, then never mind. Why but would, I do the name Dieter. What, what, oh, what's he Dieter was hanging out with us for Alex's birthday. So I thought that was funny. How old is he? How old is he now? I don't know. I mean, How old is that show? I don't know. Three or four years? I'm sure he's like in his 20s. Yeah, but they were like 18 when they did it, right? It was yeah. like young and it wasn't Elsie uh, on and then she moved yeah. to um, LA. And then it was Kirsten or Kristen, Kirsten, Kristen Cavallari. Larry. Kristen Cavallari, that's right. She yeah. uh, took over like the year what's later. With these people being famous for just being famous, it's just the way I it is that. nowadays. I don't Wait, know, but, but it's like, ter- and have you seen the, the the new marketing for the Hills? It's like the bitch is back. They're talking about Kristen Cavallari. Like she is okay with them branding her the bitch. I well, like, yeah, of I course, because she's making seventy grand an episode. I know, or but I, I would never do that. But what I about would... Heidi? Isn't she like the bitch new, the new bitch? Maybe well, she's, she's the like the diva now. She's oh. the diva. Diva. That's the. She's the diva because she's doing all the singing stuff. She just she performed at Miss Universe, I think, like a couple weeks is ago. Is Elsie still she... the favorite? Does I everyone? Like I mean, I know you do, but well, she's off the show now. Well, I know. Oh. <laughs> But what, that's right. She is I off mean, the show. I, that's I right. thought that. She but, seems very normal. Yeah. Yeah. Really normal. I like her. But also could be stupid for not like capitalizing on. Well, you know, you know her and her boyfriend. She's dating some everyone guy named, else has. Yeah, she's dating um, some actor named Kyle Howard. Yeah, I met Kyle before. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Um, and the, apparently MTV's like approached them to do like a newlywed show, like about them. They're married. No. No, they're but just, they're they're. they're <laughs> 
But like hey, maybe on the so road. I know too. we're jumping the gun a little bit, but we want to make <laughs> a new newlywed show. Well, we thought we should start developing it now before hey, you propose. Hey, we'll buy the ring. Yeah, that's exactly. We'll pay that's for what the it wedding is. and honeymoon. It's time for weird news. All right, guys. So there's a bit of weird news going on in the world. A uh, 107-year-old Malaysian woman says she is ready to marry for the 23rd time because she fears her current drug-addicted husband might actually leave her for a younger woman. Uh, this happened in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, Wook Kundor, that's this really old woman's name, uh, made headlines four years ago when she married a 70 70- uh, a man who was 70 years uh, uh, her junior. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so, I, that was, that was, 78 years younger? No, 70 years 70 her years? junior. So he's actually just 37. She's 107. And this is real. This is real 70 stuff. 70 years her junior. I've Four never years ago. people do that. Um, apparently pictures of the couple's wedding splashed across regional newspapers and they kind of you know became celebrities. But Wook is now looking for new love as she fears that Muhammad, that's the guy's name, is 37, uh, uh, who is undergoing voluntary drug rehabilitation treatment in the capital of Kuala Lumpur, will leave her once the program ends. She's afraid this guy is going to run off. She says, I realize that I'm an aged woman. I don't have the body, nor am I young, uh, and I can't attract anyone. So <laughs> this woman, this poor lady, is 107. She's been married 23 times. She sounds like she might be a little crazy. Yeah, well, like, why get married to a 37-year-old man if you're worried about him leaving you for a younger woman? It's probably going to happen. Well, it just... You're going to die, lady. I mean, can you marry for money in Kuala Lumpur? Is that... Uh, you know, know what I mean? Well, like, come the on, guy no. go to marry You the only old... need money when you're 107 for medical bills. What, what is I'm she going to do? I'm saying for the guy. On... What I'm saying is for the guy. Like, can you only marry for money? Is she with wealthy? Guy? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Can you be in Kuala Lumpur? I don't even know. Isn't Kuala Lumpur like a third world country? I wonder... How divorce works, do you get the other people's, you know, like, could potentially, that's how she makes her living, is to just marry, marry and, and then, divorce. Right, because maybe but the government American, taxes America. That's like know. American. What a great job for me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Allison's going to marry and get divorced many times in her lifetime. And she'll only live till kidding. 80, I guess, right? 80 no, was I'm when you were kidding, thinking. yeah. Um, another story, this is actually, I, I think the story's hilarious. Environmentally conscious women are getting a buzz out of a new hand-cranked vibrator that makers say could help us save the planet. This vibrator's hand-cranked. So uh, the eco-sex toy, and I, I wish I could say green, but it just wouldn't make sense, a green vibrator. So I'm going to have to say eco-sex vibrator. Uh, dubbed the Earth Angel, uses a small wind-up handle to power up rechargeable batteries inside the casing. How great is that? So wow. I think I would lose all of my yeah, yeah if I had to wind up. <laughs> can you, can you, now ask, can you imagine just you're, you're really turned on and you're like, oh you know, gosh, this no. is great. And no, so, yeah, we're going to ask, you. yeah, we're going to ask you this. So you're really turned on, you're like, oh man, it's great. You pull out your eco friendly green vibrant oh and you God. have to sit there for three minutes winding it up before, I mean, do you think that maybe by the time it was wound up, you'd be, you'd be not wound up anymore. You'd be like, yeah, hey, you'd be released. You'd be wound down. You'd be wound down. She wouldn't be released. Maybe she then, wouldn't be released, but she'd be wound down. Maybe then afterwards you just wind it up. So then it's ready for the next time. Oh, I bet it Wait, loses hold on a its energy as it sits there. Ah, oh, nuts. <laughs> no, no, no nuts. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. No nuts. 
<laughs> that would funny. be the problem. So it had originally been planned as a sex aid for the third world where batteries and electricity supplies aren't reliable. So oh, maybe the 107-year-old woman... Oh, my is, is gosh. Let's provide vibrators before we provide water and or food, food or, or shelter. Uh, uh, disease. It's a stress reliever. That's a huge thing for people with tons of stuff going on in their gut because sure they're drinking they muddy water. I'm sure they have ways to take care of themselves that we could not even think of. You know, it's like when you go man versus wild. They, he's got ways to cure freaking cuts on your arm that would take us days to figure out. Well, maybe right now they're really green and they're just using fruit in third world countries. Hey, I to play with. I oh, I was like to eat to play with. Well, yes, also to eat. They don't have to wind I'm that. Just up. They just pick it whenever you're ready. Oh, right, go to the supermarket, to grab a cucumber. That's all you need. Oh my god! <laughs> so this is what, hey, just real quick. This is what the company want. This is what they said about it. They said we wanted to produce an environmentally friendly sex toy that appealed to all consumers, regardless of gender, age, or ethnicity. So it's kind of interesting, anyway. Gender. Gender. I mean, some men may like to play with a uh, crank vibrator. You never know. Wow, well, just, maybe they have other products. Interesting design. Maybe they have other products. Publicity. They may have other products. They have a green man, oh, yeah. uh, straight man device. I don't think you need batteries for that. Well, I mean, some things. I guess. A crank vibrating uh, man device. Okay, so uh, here's another cool story. I actually thought it was pretty cool. This is, this is based in Washington, D.C., but a concerned mother has come up with a novel solution to reunite lost children with parents. Temporary tattoos. So you know how every kid's like into temporary tattoos, you know, the stuff yeah. you get in like a magazine or you know, mm-hmm. highlights. You guys remember that magazine highlights? Yes. I used to get oh my the temporary gosh, tattoos so out of those. Gosh. Do the little missing fun the pictures. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was always in the doctor's office. So I yeah. loved those. It was in the doctor's I office. I hated when any, everyone else had used a pen and like, and it's like, come on, you moron. Use a pencil. <laughs> That's great. Well, Virginia Lou came up with the idea of tattoos after finding a missing girl at a packed football stadium. They can be tailor-made to include phone numbers or details of medical conditions. They can be stuck on children before families head to busy venues, and they just wash off with uh, soap and water. So it's a pretty cool. Oh, I, I was thing. this whole time thinking how cruel to do that to a child, and I was trying, and then I was like, wait, it's temporary. But then I was trying to figure out then how could these last for years at a time? You just do it if you're going someplace before someplace. Right, it's just busy. temporary. Park, and then you wash or, it off. Baseball game. Right, I think that's smart. It's not very Nazi. They, you know, the Nazis. They they made sure that lasted forever. But in but this situation, time, this don't is temporary. Don't you think that the kids that get lost, uh, that don't get stolen, kidnapped, uh, usually get found? It's the ones that get kidnapped that don't get found. So how would that benefit? It's still though. I think it would benefit some kids. I don't think it's going to so, be all I kids. Think it's going to be a, the, it would some. because I right working I working the auto shows. We find lots of lost kids, and because you know parents are looking at their cars and they don't see their kid like walk jump into off. it. Yeah, they're so focused on their new minivan. Yeah, exactly. Most of the time, Harold goes running off. Most of the time, the kids will know the cell phone, but some of them are so scared they won't even talk. Oh yeah, you know, like so that's where it, it would it would come. But they in, freeze like, up. They're shy. They're, kids. they're so scared. They're just so scared. And this would so just help uh, lessen the you know. Please come to the front of uh, Mister yeah. and Miss. You know, you know it's yeah. a funny story. My dad, when I I, I I remember this very well because it scared the living daylights out of me. But uh, when I was growing up, my dad and I went to the grocery store, and as a kind of a joke, I was like running around my dad, and we were just kind of messing around, and he ran away from me in the store, oh, thinking gosh. that I was still running after him, and then I got conf- I got turned around, and I was I I had no idea what happened to him. But because I'm outgoing and stuff, I was just like, oh, man, my dad's gone. I was freaking out a little bit. I mean, I was yeah. scared because I was like, oh, man, my dad was taken. Yeah. Aww. You know, it was like a reverse. 
Like I, I'm my not dad, right, I'm, my dad. My dad taken. was taken, so I went to the front desk to make sure that they could, you know, call his name on the loudspeaker and say, "Hey, you know, Kyle's dad, Kyle's up front looking for you." Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, Kevin. My dad's name is Kevin. And that's amazing. Exactly. That's I was funny. at a, I was at a, I think a theme park or something, and I it was like one of those where it was a big long line. So I went and I sat on like where they plant bushes and things, you know, up against like the concrete wall. And yeah. Then, so I just, I was like four or five or something and i bush gardens i think i've been there right and uh was just taking a nap i think or maybe not maybe it wasn't that long it couldn't have been that long but i was just playing on my own and then i came back to the line and i hugged my dad's jean pants um you know but the line what do lines do they move move. so i went back (laughs) to the exact same and i look up and this man (laughs) are you grabbing some random man no i'm hugging his leg And the guy didn't do anything though. Like he wasn't like, That's excuse awesome. me. I mean, I'm sure he did, but like all I remember is hugging this guy's leg, leg <laughs> and then looking up and it not being my father and just like bursting. <laughs> I actually, I've done the same. I remember doing the same thing with like a woman Aww. in a skirt, and I swear it was my mom, and I grabbed her leg too. I I did the same Aww. thing. Right? I think every kid goes through. Did your mom this. ever let you go under her skirt to hide? Yeah, you know. Like, I don't know if that's normal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, if you're listening. There's something we need to talk about. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's, anyway, it's really cool. It's, it's going to help a lot of kids. Now, we finally have uh, one bit of sad news before we move on. I'm telling you straight. It's my way or the highway. I don't see you fighting so hard, baby. I don't see you running up to daddy telling him I'm your guy. With my father, it's complicated. I will tell him I... I don't believe you, baby. I love you. I really love you. Ditto. I always do the last dance of the season. This year, somebody told me not to. So I'm going to do my kind of dancing with a great partner. There's a woman. Her name is Molly Jensen, and she's in terrible danger. You've got to warn her. This is what makes you think she's going to listen to me. It's just a phone call. I'm not leaving until you help me. I don't care how long it takes, because I can talk forever. Uh, as you guys know, Patrick Swayze, the trained dancer who sashayed into movie history by teaching Jennifer Grey some hot moves in the film Dirty Dancing, died on the 14th of pancreatic cancer. He was 57. And you know we've known about his cancer since 2008, and unfortunately... Uh, he has left us. Um, maybe we can all rent Dirty Dancing in his honor. Oh, right. that's right. He still gets residuals on that, or his family does. It'd be nice. I mean, t- for his family. Yeah. You know, no, support. It and, it's uh, sad, but it's but also like, you know, it's a great classic show, I guess. We put down Footloose last week, but Dirty Dancing is down in a world of its own, I think. I think maybe all of our, all you guys, let's all rent Dirty Dancing this week from let's Netflix or wherever it. you guys rent movies from. Have you ever seen it, Kyle? Play. You know, I haven't seen Dirty Dancing. What? Ever. I've never seen Dirty Dancing, to be Are honest you with you. Are for real? Yeah, I'm serious. I've never seen it, so I'm going to rent it, though. We'll it's rent on, it. It's on my queue now. Um, so. I have seen it, but it's like, I mean, I don't, can't remember it's any been of forever. it. Yeah, I like watched it when I watched like Karate Kid, you know? I don't think But I have to say, kid. I had this awesome opportunity to meet Jennifer Grey. She came in for one of my roles for my girlfriend. And uh, on on the TV show, and uh, so we read together. Oh, she came in. She came in. Uh, so I was reading, you know, f- f- five or six women uh, to be my girlfriend. Sort of like you know, dating, speed dating, <laughs> speed dating. That's awesome. Yeah, the audition process for and uh, like speed dating. That's that's great. I like and that. she is. I mean, you can look this up. She's like a fifty year old woman. The girl looks twenty 
eight. Really? Has she had and plastic I'm, surgery? And I'm really, not, I'm sure. Well, no, she for sure had her nose done. Yeah, that's why she has no career She's anymore. Famous because you know she had like a bump in her nose. During I the never dancing. knew about that. Well, I he doesn't. He's never seen the movie. Well, yeah, I so know. I know. I know. That's what made well, her Jennifer Grey is this sort of bump. Distracting it's bump. Like, it's just, it's just different. She looks different, and then she got it done, and she and never no worked. Career. Yeah. But what's sad is. She's still a great actress, so I just it kills me that that like affected it that much. But to be honest, you know, yeah, the the bump on her nose is great. Don't get plastic surgery, guys. You don't need it. Or girls. I meant guys. Like, oh Oh. my gosh, we live in this freaking America today. Politically correct. My gosh. Oh no, I really thought you were just talking about guys. I I I wasn't trying to be like a feminist. No, that's something. Yeah, yeah, you're not. You're not a feminist. But I. It's so true though. No, but my point is. (laughs) She came in. We had a nice reading. She was. It's a very sexual scene talking about. Oh gosh, that's it awesome. It was awesome. She had her hands all over me, but I think she's a vegetarian because her breath was very veggie. Smell like broccoli or I, something. I did think she was going to kiss me. I was. I was prepared, man. I Jennifer liked, Gray. I would have liked it. Jennifer Gray. I love you. That's awesome. <laughs> Time is right for a nice warm drink of celebrity milk. Utterly delicious news. All right, guys. So Joby Hart joins us now. He attended the VMAs, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, uh, and was able to get a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on. Joby, welcome to Two Guys and a Girl, man. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, guys. Uh, this is awesome. It's so great to have you here, dude. Uh, Joby's from the UK, obviously. I am. And can I just say, I've been listening outside in the reception area here, and I have been like desperate to get on in this studio and talk about all the things you've been talking about. But, oh my gosh, I've got to go and talk about this. Aww. All these things you've been talking about so far, and I've been almost trying to buckle down the security at the door to get in. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Do, do you want to mention any? I mean, do you have any comments on what we've talked about? Well, the, no, with the, the bitch's back was the one that stuck out with Kristen Cavallari. Oh, the bitch's back oh, yeah. oh, with the yeah, Laguna Beach. I was like, yeah, she really is branding herself that, isn't she? And yes. the, what, what else have you talked about? The, the vibrator thing really excited me. And, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, what else did you talk about? There was a load of things that you spoke about that I was like, wow, I really want to just jump in and get on that. Load, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So, now, what were you doing at the VMAs? What was going on over there with you? Well, why was I there? Yeah, you're in New York. We're in I LA in right York, now, so you flew yeah, out. Yeah, I flew to out to New York last Friday morning. Um, well, Russell Brand, the host of the show, is a very good friend of mine. We used to work together in London, London UK, and he said, London hey, Town. London Town, hello, Pop It. And he <laughs> said, uh, he, he, last minute, he said, hey, do you fancy coming to the, uh, to the show? I'm hosting it. I'm like, yeah, why not? I'd absolutely love to. So we flew out there on Friday and uh, had the most amazing, incredible weekend that I've had in a long time, and I didn't want to come back to LA, actually. Really? Oh. Was, well, was the Big time. Apple that much fun? The Big Apple, I took a bite of it, and it tasted juicy. <laughs> it, was really, it was like a Granny Smith, and now normally I go to the, uh, to the Big Apple, and I'm like, what is going on here? It's a bit, you know, dirty, smelly, what have you. But this particular time, I was like, New York actually could be... A second home. <laughs> oh, wow. I so might like to be bi-coastal. So I want to hear a little bit about, obviously, you had some good things to happen. What happened? Tell us about your experience at the VMAs and had what an, went down in NYC. Had an incredible time. Went to the uh, rehearsals on uh, Saturday, which is brilliant, over at Radio City Music Hall. Loved, 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 loved it. Uh, we saw, uh, we saw obviously, Russ doing his bits and bobs. We saw uh, Lady Gaga doing her thing. Um, the bloody performance. The blo- well, of course, minus the makeup. It's quite interesting when you go and watch these people do their rehearsals, because they don't really put their whole energy into it. So you have to wait for the whole right. show before the performance happens. When you're watching a rehearsal, it's kind of like, yeah, paparazzi, paparazzi, I'm going to twirl here, la, 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 la. And you're like, oh, what's she doing? And then the dancers are all kind of really excited about it. Like, Woo, yeah, 
<laughs> and they get really, you know, theatrical about everything, which is great to watch. Right, and then I'm Beyonce sure. comes in looking like a star. She comes in this beautiful little tracksuit. Oh. And you're like, God, she looks great, whatever. No makeup on. And she just looked like a little princess. Oh, my God. Uh, so she popped in. And who else do we have there for uh, What an amazing experience to be there and watch these rehearsals. It was honestly insane. I was like, I've never been to anything like this. In fact, I went to the VMAs a couple of years ago and it was in Vegas. Bored to tears, thinking, oh, God, this is so yawn.com forward slash really ridiculous why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't actually overlooking forward to going to it because you only sit there and you sit there for like three or four hours and it's like, you know, the idea, the fantasy, as with most things in life, the fantasy is way better than the reality. So the fantasy of... Uh, right, because you're sitting there in the show. Yeah, you're there, commercial there's no break air conditioning, and... you know, and it's like you having to wear something a little bit smarter and you're having to applaud at the right time and someone's like, clap, clap, clap. And you're like, oh, great, great, great. Yeah, smile. <laughs> and so you're like, oh gosh. So the idea of going there was fun. I like the idea of it, obviously Russell hosting which is brilliant but the, the thought I was actually in the back of my head thinking I'm going to be sitting here and I will be a little bit bored but I wasn't I loved it it was fantastic it was it was just so exciting and and then seeing the you know the transition from rehearsal day to the actual live show which I hadn't seen before right. was brilliant because rehearsal day everyone was scatty the whole production crew I was thinking really this is MTV this is how they're going to do this and uh, and then come the day everything just came together and it was brilliant the energy in that place was just like it was Was it because it was maybe Radio City was it was that I mean you know, I've been was, to Radio it, City once before to go and see the Rockettes do their little Christmas thing which I loved and so it's a great 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 venue and there's something very special about it but I think when you have an audience that you know is filled and once the audience are in there and, and once the show goes live I mean the director who's an English director actually came on I was like oh it's an English director called Hamish Hamilton he does a lot of, uh, of the Madonna tours and Coldplay and what have you he came on just before we went live and he went okay we're going live to the world in 20 seconds and I was like oh crap we're going live oh, to the world how exciting <laughs> don't mind if I do <laughs> and uh, so you know we did it and it, and it was brilliant and you know of course we had the bigger the events that happened like Madonna started off the show and she was stood in the spotlight oh. for 30 seconds before she walked on so she was like Madonna go go and she's just standing there like okay is she going to move <laughs> and um you know, we had the whole Taylor Swift thing, of course, with Kanye, and that the right. atmosphere there was crazy. I got up and I started booing. I was like, oh, I'm feeling involved here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, the. the yeah. Let me just back you up really quick, because I want to hear about the beginning of the show. And I know you mentioned to me briefly about some red carpet thing with Beyonce and security oh, or something. Yeah, this you is mentioned before, something. Uh, yes, before the show even started. Cripe, this is outside. So the red carpet's happening. It's, so they had like a few little mini performances outside. And uh, Beyonce turned up probably about 15 minutes before the show starts. And uh, and she had uh, she was doing an interview with the MTV News guy Tim Cash, uh, and she's chatting away. And then a fan all of a sudden jumps past security and gets onto the carpet. Like, oh I mean, my god! There's, there's like a lot of security there. Yeah. And this guy, I mean, he must have been about I don't know, twenty one, twenty two. And uh, oh, you know, gosh. if you saw him, you wouldn't think anything. You know, he just looked fitted in like the standard stereotype guy that would be at an award show. Yeah. And he had an autograph book, and he was desperate to get an autograph from Beyonce. And he thought, this is my one chance. She's oh right in front gosh. of me. He pushed past, jumped past, like speed of lightning oh and uh, and he got onto the carpet past security and Beyonce was doing her interview and he got to and she and the and the eye she caught the eye with him and her security went in they pushed him away and then they tried to get her off the doing the live she was doing a live interview with MTV at the time this is live and the security are walking past trying to get this guy away wow because then obviously all the other security are trying to get this guy and it turned into a big huge thing and oh my gosh what's going on and uh, and in fact Beyonce was amazing like she as soon as she came off live she went told her security to get off him she said hey it was so sweet of you and she signed and had a photo with him. Oh, that's so amazing! Like, Does it pay to go past security? Yes or no? I Wait, love so, her. Yeah. So if you want to get a, a picture with Beyonce and autograph, you just jump past security. Please, Please don't it. encourage that. All right, we're shining. <laughs> okay, we're so wait, but I mean, I think well, the guy, what's, he, what's the guy going to do with it, though? I mean, what do you do with what that? What do you do with an autograph? autograph? I've never really understood the autograph thing ever. I'm like, what do you do with this little piece of, you know, writing in a paper? 
Dude, where do you put? You just hang it up above your bed, maybe or something. What? Maybe you hang it above your bed or something. Maybe. Like I don't little, know. Could make a little. Thing uh, out of how was the now? There was a Michael Jackson tribute in the beginning of the show that you mentioned to me as now, well. That how was, was that? Very emotional, actually. That obviously kicked oh, off the show. Yeah. That was incredible because it, obviously Madonna did her thing, which was yeah. quite emotional anyway. And I didn't even know they were friends, her Madonna and Michael. So that was quite an interesting idea. But then when the dancers came on and the the amount of because again we saw them in rehearsals on Friday and they honestly. On Friday, we're, we're you know very passionate about it all and stuff, but there were there were slight problems with them doing the whole thing in sync and stuff. So some of them were out of sync, whatever. Come the live show, they were so on it, so focused, so everything was just so passionate that it blew every single person away. And there were some tears in the audience mm. wow. from when that, when that happened and stuff. And obviously Janet came out and she rocked it and stuff, oh my gosh. which was great. And uh, and before the show started, uh, a friend of ours, actually one of the dancers for that piece, he said that Janet went up to them and he, he and she gave a bit, they had a big group hug and stuff and she told them she loved them all and oh that Michael God. would be really proud of them all and you know, and that kind of thing. And you think, crappy, they've gone and performed that. It was a really emotional experience. Wow. And it really came across. And I mean, the you know, it was just silent in Radio City Music Hall. It was happening and stuff it was a magical magical oh piece my gosh. that's really that's i mean it's intense it's gotta be intense it was totally intense i mean you know I, I felt choked up about it and stuff you know and i was just completely mesmerized watching it and the amount of effort and passion those guys put into it the dancers really gave 125 percent why 25 oh. i don't know where that came from how can you go over 100 percent? you can't but you know what i mean they went right crazy. they gave everything man. yeah now, i think these are supposed to be some of the guys that they were uh, gonna do his tour you see i don't know whether that, i looked out for that because i looked at a couple of people that were supposed to be doing the tour who, who i'd met a few weeks ago in la but i didn't see him but yes absolutely. did you did you meet somebody named misha no because i uh, a friend of alex's actually he is has been a dancer for forever and um he was going to be dancing on michael jackson's tour and he was talking about how, like, th- like this is one of his idols. Like, he's looked up to him fr- from the day he started dancing, like, his dancing. And finally, like, he's made it. Like, he's dancing for his idol. And then yeah. he died. And it was, like, devastating for him. And I think he helped choreograph some of that stuff. That name does actually ring a bell, Misha. Cause Misha I, have a, yeah, I can't remember his last name. Do you Misha. know it does ring a bell. I know his middle name. Well, I had a friend uh, who had a, a friend on the show called Tyne, and she was doing it. And she was part of the uh, the whole little tribute thing going on um, over at the memorial as well. Mm-hmm. And I, she they, she was supposed to fly to London to go and do a big, huge concert. It never happened. I thought, I wonder if she's going to be at New York. But I didn't see her there. Yeah. But again, exactly like you said with Misha, she was like, this was it for her. You know, this was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm dancing with my idol. I'm about to go on tour in London. It's going to go this worldwide is it. This afterwards. Is like, and yeah, right. I've lived absolutely. my life like this is it. I think every dancer on that tour was like, we, you know we've reached the peak of our career yeah, right nothing now there's better. nothing that you can write that you that you can go on to yeah. that's bigger than, yeah. than that i mean exactly really. so they were so passionate if i remember the day that you know of michael's death and uh, i'd see on the news whatever that he he would die and i'd, I'd text my friend as a dancer and, oh my god i can't believe michael jackson's died and she got on the phone to her friend uh her time who was one of the dancers and um and she's like no 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 it's just press it's like you know no 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 they don't know what they're talking about he's on his way to rehearsal right now and i'm like okay well i think he's dead yeah. on the TV. <laughs> like, i'm pretty sure and it's cnn yeah. like it's not yeah, exactly. Something gossipy. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I, you know, I, before we move on to the rest of the show, I, I want to hear now, you said you're great friends with Russell, and obviously I, I know you did some stuff with him out in the UK and stuff, but uh, I'm curious uh, kind of how he was getting ready for the red carpet and getting, or, you know, getting ready for the show in general and then being in the show. I mean, you know him well. How, 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 did he, how, how was it for him? Well, you know, this is his second year doing it. And obviously, after the first mm-hmm. year, he was um, – the first year was amazing, and it was a brand-new experience for him. He was over the moon excited about it because we started actually off working together, MTV in the UK. 
Now, he then obviously did his bits and bobs and suddenly had an agent. Oh, he's in a film. Hello. And uh, But MTV, the relationships were there. Then he did the show last year, really enjoyed the, the, the up to it part and stuff. And then he did the show, absolutely loathed that He was not a fan of the show. He said he'd never, ever do it again. He was offered wow. to do this show the day after. No, absolutely not doing it. He got death threats, all sorts of things. He got such bad press from doing it and, you know, caused all sorts of, uh, you know, put backs up with the Jonas Brothers and what have you. Uh, and then suddenly, you know, six months into it, he said, oh, MTV Awards. Uh, I don't mind if I do, actually. You know, I, I might give it another shot. You know, <laughs> a few things right. Uh, so he did it and he took it on and uh, and suddenly he's doing it and stuff and what have you. And, then he, and he's enjoying it. And then suddenly he, the reality jumps in again. Why am I doing this? So it, was a, it was a very... But the problem is that reality hit, like, as it's so, happening, yeah, right? So, yeah, so you know how it is with things. You know, oh, yeah, you agree to do something, and then, you know, it's miles away, and suddenly, before you know, you're two weeks away, and you're in rehearsals. You're like, oh, okay, this is real. This is actually happening. <laughs> oh, gosh. So he's in New York. He's doing it, and he's going through the motions of doing rehearsals, and he's like, oh, my God. And he did a fantastic... I don't know if anyone saw it. The uh, the promo for the awards was a West Side Story promo, which he loves doing all those theatrical things. Russell's a very theatrical person. So that's fun. But then suddenly, when he has to be a presenter and go back into host mode, it was like, oh, my God and he had to get the jokes right and he wrote the jokes with two of his best friends who were his producers as well Jack and Gareth and they all sat, the three of them sat down they worked out what they were going to say they knew who the uh, the talent was going to be performing and you know they kind of had an idea of who was going to be in the uh, arena or Radio City Music Hall that night and they started to plan jokes around it and what they wanted to do was try and be funny without being too political like they was last year and you know try and get through it without having these death threats come through <laughs> but the problem with doing that is as soon as you start restricting your mind it, then you start to freak out about everything yeah. you say and then you're yeah. not natural you don't let it flow exactly. as soon as you start to think about what people are going to think it's like okay how am I saying what am I saying this is too much it's not too much so the day of rehearsals which is great and obviously they have a full dress rehearsal and he held back on some of the things he started to panic that he, you know this wasn't going to be funny and this that the other and he's like okay we've got to rewrite it so there was a whole huge rewrite happened on the eve of rehearsals oh and so on the actual day what you what he actually ended up doing was a, a mixed match of uh, of what the original stuff what he'd written and, and the new stuff and he he meditate he always does this thing where he meditates an hour before the show it was a live show but he, did he just start this in the last time that he did it or is this the first i mean you said he always meditates before a show oh, is this before this everything for, for years yeah for this is before acting, everything he always for, meditates for hosting right. whatever anytime he does a lot he has to get in a zone of you know like okay i'm doing this i'm going to be getting the in the hosting zone right now and, and what have you he has to have a complete clear mind and because he meditates every day in, in general but but before a, a gig or before something he has to have an hour of solitude where no one can talk to him so you know he had that and somebody came on and uh and for me, I mean, obviously, Russell Rocks, I think he did a great job. But I thought that he almost was thinking too much about what people was thinking of him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, he's not hes not being himself right now. He's hes trying to be what he thinks they want him to be. Oh. God, that sounds awful, I'm saying that. Uh, but but Russell, you ro he rocked it. He did a great job. I loved him for it and everything, mm -hmm. what have you. But I just think that he, he was too concerned with yeah. what American public was going to think. Yeah, that year. makes total sense. I think that's the biggest thing that cripples people, especially like in, you know, acting or you know even not even just live stuff but you you know you have to get out there and just let yourself go and trust yourself and yeah. i think some people like you know carlos what's that lopez Mencia, carlos Mencia, uh, carlos no, lopez uh, that, that lopez right yeah george, Lo lopez. george lopez george, george lopez I, right. i'm just not a fan because i think he insults people now if I, if people were to tell him okay your jokes insult people and then he goes and writes his stuff and he limits himself maybe he wouldn't be funny at all and then he wouldn't have a career so i guess you can't be angry at him but i know like in my case like i i, I did spring awakening on broadway and i got super uh, 
self-conscious about how it was being received. Instead of just living in the moment and saying, you know what, this is the story I have to tell. This is how I want to tell it instinctually. And it may be good or bad, but I can't do it for anyone else because then I'm not going to be real at all. So I, yeah, I totally, yeah. that's totally, I guess. It's relatable. Totally much, yeah. But I, but he was still f- phenomenal. So. Oh, yeah, he did a great. I mean, and the funny thing is, which is crazy, every American friend I have is like, oh, he did such a better job than last year. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, you know, it, it obviously worked what he was doing and stuff and, and his jokes. No, he did down, a great job. Done really he, well and stuff, you know. And, and he, but at the end of it, he was really happy with it. He came across, and, you know, he's really happy. He hasn't received death threats. He's got a lot of positive press. And, in fact, he's already been, I'm not sure I'm supposed to play this, but he's already been asked to do it again next year. Wow. But I don't think he will. But oh, th- really? there's a little exclusive for you, yeah. Two guys we go right here. Exclusive with Joby Hart. Uh hopefully it's true. Hopefully it's true, right? right? Well, I don't think he'll do it again for a third time. I think that'll be too much. But you know, MTV had a re- and it was the biggest rating since two thousand and two. Not obviously This year it was. Russell. This year, yeah, was, this the year was the biggest wow. rating since wow. two thousand and two. But obviously, you know, you had the whole MJ thing going on and stuff, so yeah. it all added up. You don't know exactly where those ratings are coming from. It could be from all sorts of places, right? It could be Russell's... I host. think it's coming from Russell Brand, man. Yeah. <laughs> so does Russell. Uh, so now, real quickly, now I, I'm sure all our listeners probably want to know, being in Radio Music Hall and then seeing uh, Taylor up there with her microphone giving her oh. speech or whatever and then seeing Kanye interrupt her, how did, what, tell us a little bit about oh, being there. Oh, my gosh. How is it different than how we saw it? Well, here's the thing. You know, you've got Taylor goes, you know, she wins her award and everyone loves Taylor right now anyway. A phenomenal album. She's, she comes across very well. She's got excellent press and this, that, the other. And she goes up there and she's, what is she, 19 years old? And she starts to talk about how the fact that this is her first award and how she's, you know, since she was a little girl, she dreamed of getting it and never thought it would happen. And just as she says that, suddenly, boom, this guy comes up on stage, grabs the microphone. I'll give you this back in a minute. He says, you know what? all respect to Taylor whatever but Beyonce should have won now how everyone was like (gasps) it was one of those moments where you heard the gasp but it's like oh my gosh what has just happened here this a little bit of history has just gone down in Radio City Music (laughs) and I'm part of that (laughs) and uh, I do have that clip really quick too should we play it real quickly just to kind of hear yes relive it real quickly this is uh, Taylor Swift giving her announcement or her you know her speech (laughs) her speech there we go I always dreamed about what it would be like to maybe win one of these someday, but I never actually thought that would happen. I sing country music, so thank you so much for giving me a chance to win a VMA award. I... Yo, Taylor, I- I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. Wow. <laughs> okay. That is crazy. That's intense. I felt bad for the go. So uh, on that, I could hear more of the booze and stuff. I couldn't really hear it when I, when I saw it. I couldn't hear. I couldn't tell if people were cheering Nuh-uh. or booing or what it was. What, what happened there? was there? everyone just turned on Kanye. It was massive. Ma- I mean, people were standing up. People were literally booing their hearts out. And I think, you know... Taylor was really emotional about the whole thing as well. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I heard that she uh, went back to her dressing room and um, Beyonce's dad went straight to her dressing room and said, listen, I'm so sorry that something's with our camp. We want to get you back on stage. Beyonce, what can we do for you? And and then Beyonce did her thing at the end and stuff. But it was, you know, Kanye was not well received at all. Uh, It's amazing. (laughs) Now, two questions for you. One, did it seem scripted at first? Because I didn't... not at all. Not at all. Really? You knew right away? It seemed really real and... And really, you know, really kind of quite emotional. Everyone was really, really upset for Taylor because you know everyone's protective of her. She's nineteen, right? And this is her she's, first she's kind of new to the award. industry yeah. still. Now, 
you said the Beyonce, the Beyonce thing was planned though. I mean, well, that she like, end. how do they know that she's yes, going to win? Yes. Do, do, they, do they go, okay, we're going to break maybe our secrecy. No, 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 we're going to no. tell Beyonce up no, front, hey. I think what was going to happen is Beyonce was performing. So Beyonce was going to do her performance and then bring Taylor back on. Oh, I understand. Yeah, so they kind of moved it. She yeah. moved it around. Yeah. So yeah. before her performance, maybe they set it up so she'd be able to come back out in yeah. case she didn't yeah, yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. So I Taylor get it. knew she was going to come back out, and Beyonce was so apologetic to her mm. and said, "You know what? I, I'm, I don't. Nothing to do with me. I'm disgusted with Kanye's behavior, and um, I'm sure she didn't say the word disgusted. Yeah. But you know, but Beyonce was really real and the, the true star that she is. She's phenomenal. Wow. She seems so classy. Yeah. She so does. Classy. She seems very classy. Addison has a great word. She is totally classy. Everything about yeah. her. All right, guys. Well, we'll be back in just a second. Stay with us. Uh, here we are. It's two guys and a girl. It takes a special kind of man to interrupt a teenage girl when she's accepting an award in front of millions of people. I- I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. And it takes a special cognac to get them drunk and crazy enough to do it. Introducing Kanye Cognac. The cognac of choice for egotistical morons like Kanye West. Just chug it down on the red carpet. When someone wins who you don't think deserves it, Kanye Cognac gives you the courage to jump on stage and ruin everyone's night. And you'll be so wasted, you won't even hear the audience swearing at you like Serena Williams swearing at a line judge. Kanye Cognac. When you don't care how much of a jackass people think you are. One of the best videos of all time. Please interrupt speeches responsibly. What's your name? It's two guys and a girl. Oh, man. Well, that Kanye news is crazy. Joby's still with us here. Uh, we're going to move on a little bit. Let's see what's going on with more Celebrity Milk, Allison. What's happening in your world? Got it. Well, I just have a quick little update with what's going on with John and Kate Plus 8, my favorite. Um, Week number seven of John and Kate Plus 8. I know. I'm a huge fan. <clears throat> and there's something in my throat. Anywho, In Touch Weekly has interviewed... The Goslin family. <clears throat> Sorry. Nanny. The one that was pictured with John leaving the apartment above the garage at 7.30 a.m. And later was the fuel for the food. F- fuel for the food. <clears throat> fuel for the feud with Kate Goslin that led to the police being called. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I, I heard a little bit about this. Okay. Remember when the cops were called to the house? I did not hear about this at all. Okay. The cops were but called to the house. To that kind of okay. You know how they're... they're the house they're claiming is for the kids. The house is for the kids. And so the parents switch off at the house right. so the kids can stay put. We did talk about this yeah. briefly. So the guy, so point. it's John's weekend or week or whatever. Maddie and Kara, the two twins, called Kate because they felt uncomfortable with what was going on between him and their nanny. And so she came and, and John wouldn't let her in. And the cops were called. That all happened. Anyway, this babysitter, her name is Stephanie Santora. Um, has talked to In Touch Weekly that there was indeed an affair going on between her and John, and that they've had sex nine times. How much money did she make for that? I wonder. I don't <laughs> Dude. know. But get this: she didn't just do it alone. She did the interview with her mother. What? What? Yes, she did it with her mom. Was she too scared to do it by herself? How old is this I don't girl? Thirteen. I, don't know. I think she's like twenty-one, twenty-two, or something. Yeah. So that's. She's admitted to having the secret affair, and she said they had sex nine times, and that in the sack he, quote, wasn't terrible, but but it wasn't the best that she's ever had. Wow. Um, but 
it she doesn't said even. It wasn't the best yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's a little who would last this list. is just disgusting. It's a freak show. It's a freak show. Who's in this? A yeah, is we're disgusting. I if wanna... she was paid any less than fifty thousand dollars, she is a freaking scum of the earth. Well, I'm sorry. Why is John picking these, these I, ladies? I just I I love this. I think it's hysterical. Well, Come on, this. he's a man. It's to be expected. This is some. I love that the mother's there supporting her. I know. Well, anywho, like it goes into details. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not making excuses but, for men. Um, I'm just saying the news doesn't get any better for John because his divorce lawyer has decided to drop him. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, does that does that ever happen? Is that normal? No, I think it's, ha- I mean, it's I not think the he, first time divorce... when people have out of control uh, expectations or whatever. But th- I love that. Yeah, <laughs> that he's probably just so disgusted by him. Yeah, he's like, I can't. I'm not going to win anything with this guy. <laughs> like, I, he's going to lose his kids. He's going to lose everything. So, so yeah, Amazing. his his divorce lawyer has decided to drop him as his client and filed a petition with the Montgomery County. Pennsylvania court system to withdraw as his counsel. Oh gosh, unfreaking! This real. is just go team Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is Kate now? Honestly, now just just to go over this just briefly, is Kate the better person to be rooting for here, and yes. why? Yes, she is because um, her her real fault was during their marriage. She was very degrading to John. I will not deny that. Although I am team Kate, I will not deny that she did not speak to him. Nice with way. respect. I mean, granted, yeah. he was passive and sort of like, well, yeah. just was like, and, 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 but, but she and, was kind of bitch. She, oh my gosh. It was awful. Like I, I, I could never imagine speaking to somebody like that, much less my husband. However, he never said anything to her. He let her, he let he her He went off like and that. had an affair with the nanny. Well, yeah. And that's where this, that's where we are today. So now when's the video, when's the video coming out? Oh Lord! <laughs> Can you imagine? That's like <laughs> right when he's he's waiting right for when everybody dumps him. So his lawyers dumped him. Everyone's dumped him. The video's gonna pop. It's when all of a sudden the yeah the, the things stop coming in. Right, exactly. And then we move on to someone else's right. issue. And then, and then right, and then Kate John will accept. Back. Yeah, and then Kate will accept the Playboy offer. Probably. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, God. he was also quoted as saying he wants to die. He's like, my family would be better off without me. Like, this is just getting sick. They need to get go away. They need to go move to Alaska. Yes, they need to go Canada public. So I can stop talking about them. <laughs> then, yes, we wouldn't have, then we wouldn't have a show. I'm pretty sure that's why yeah. people tune in. Oh, Wait great. a second. I think they only tune in for John and Kate Placid <laughs> News. That's genius. I I love that we've talked about them. I think probably... How many shows have we had? So this is probably like our sixth show back, right? Yeah. Something we've that. talked about them probably four out of six, maybe. I'm guessing. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting anyway. Um, did you guys hear Harrison Ford is ready for more uh, Indiana Jones? Isn't he old? He is old. He's 67. I, I got to say, I didn't like the last one, so I don't no. really know if they should I didn't do like that. I don't know if they should do that. Just let it be what it is, you know? I know. It's crazy. It, well, he, he is 67. He's si- We're talking what? about age here. 67. Yeah, the 67 he's year old 67 tell, years old. Okay, listen, it's not that old. But see, 67. To be th- doing Indiana Jones <laughs> things, he, he's it's running too from old. boulders. He told a French You just say that because of that ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he told the French newspaper the story for the new Indiana Jones is in the process of taking form. Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and myself are agreed on what the fifth adventure will concern. Uh, and George is actively at work. If the script is good, I'll be happy to put the costume on again. I don't know. It's just a weird story. I want to throw it in there. It's just, uh, you know. Awesome. It's funny. Uh, what? 
Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi oh there. Oh my gosh, dude. We've been like in another... Uh, no, I don't know. We've been in John and Kate world. Yes. Wow. It's hard to come out of John and Kate world once you're in it. I mean, it's, you know, when consuming. we first started talking about it, I was like, I don't know anything. Now I'm like an addict. All right. But well, I have something to offer this. You want to know what it is? State trivia, baby. Woo! And Joby Hart joins us today for state trivia, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, Joby's sticking around. We'll see how smart the Still British the people are representing the UK. I'm actually really looking forward to this. What is it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, it, this, even, this, could, this could be interesting. How long have you lived um, in 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 the the states, Joby? Two point six years. Two years, six months. Two and a half years. <laughs> 2.6 would be 2. over half. So I thought that, but then I'm like, six is half. Of and 12. I think math. Yeah, uh, yeah that's d- not d- American. No, that's I'm right. pretty sure that's that's pretty global math. So we've already proven your um, yes. smart. So you're gonna do well. I'm not gonna wager on you though. I'm not gonna, <laughs> listen, I might just bring it out the bag. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's it's the state out. of Minnesota. Yeah, Woo! Joby, have you ever heard of Minnesota? Yes, isn't it like a small uh, can of pop. <laughs> a mini soda. <laughs> I love it. We used to do those things on transparencies that and overheads when we we would do those up uh, those puns or whatever that you know. That is soda. genius. Very clever. <laughs> um, are you guys ready? I hope you made that up. Yes. I, I'm ready to do it. If you guys want to play at home, if you, you can are. call three one zero six five one six seven seven two and play along, and maybe. We'll take you on. For question number one, we're going to stick in the studio. And the question is... All right. Number one. The Guthrie Theater is the blank regional playhouse in the country. A. Largest. B. Most renowned. C. Smallest. D. Oldest. Oh. The Guthrie Theater is the most renowned. Oh, I don't know the old, uh, uh, the oldest. I'm gonna go with the old. Uh, no, say, it can't be the oldest. It's most renowned. I'm gonna say largest. Uh, Joby, do you have Joby. any UK input? Um, I, I'm just trying to break it down. Guthrie, what does Guthrie mean? No idea. Um, so like Gwen Guthrie, nothing going on with the rent. Uh, <laughs> like all these thoughts are going through my head right now. I've got absolutely no clue. So it's gonna be a complete guess. And out of the options, I'm gonna go with D. That's oldest. the oldest. The oldest. Okay, so Allison's largest. I'm most renowned, and I guess Joby's going to go with oldest. What is it? Joby and Kyle. Oh, oh man. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Sorry, guys, but I guess that's a giveaway for Allison. Oh, no. Yes! She did it again. Allison did it again. Wow. Mm, point number one given to Allison. Okay, Allison Tyler is in the lead with, with one point. Well, Allison, what was the answer? Largest. 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 You know what bums me out? The more people play, the less likely I am going to be to get a point. <laughs> and that just sucks. <laughs> I put all the work into it, damn it. <laughs> all right, number two, ready? I'm, I'm ready for it if you are. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. That's not even right. Mm. Minneapolis. But I always have said Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis has more blank per capita than any other city in the country. Oh, gosh. A. Geese. B. Golfers. C. Gators. D. Garage doors. Oh, gosh. <laughs> garage doors. Oh, Anybody have a guess? Wait, can I ask a stupid question? What is Always. Per, what does per capita mean again? Like, uh, per, uh, per, 
Wow, that's hard to describe, I guess. I understand it in my head. Oh, do it's you? It's like per, per area. If you, yeah, per area. Like if you oh, block off okay. a certain thing, they have so the... So it's like a ratio per, per, of people to area? A ratio of people to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, okay. or, or something to an area. And if you multiply that exact same area, it's the... if you Or if you make that exact same area copied over, uh, uh, you know, the same... The oh. entire country, then it's okay. the most per that area. Yes, per cap. Okay, so sorry to drive that question. I'm so happy you asked because I was like, I don't know what it means. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go with the flow. And yeah. I still don't know what it means. Okay. That's also like, that's like the simpleton way of describing it. I'm sure it's much more complicated. Oh, okay. Well, who, who has answers? All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and go. So Minneapolis is more. Like I'm going to say geese thing. because, you know, it's quite a fun word to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Geese. Gooses. Okay, so. Who do you think, Kyle? Uh, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with golfers. I'm just going to go with golfers. I don't know why that would be it, but I'm going go with geese. I'm going with geese too. I'm yeah. sticking with geese. I think it's the, the, the one that makes the most Well, I, garage doors, there's got to be a lot of garage doors in like LA because there's so many people here. Gators are like in Florida. You guys have picked geese, so I'm going to go with golfers. So we got geese and golfers? Yeah. So you went with golf. Okay. Oh. <laughs> My reasoning makes no sense. <laughs> Joby and Kyle. Oh, you serious? I, I really thought. This. I really believed that that was it. What about Ali T over here? Allison. Oh my gosh! Ow. Oh my gosh! You guys gosh. were over over two. That's or crazy. I guess over 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 two. Wow. So. Oh my gosh! I can't believe that you've gotten these two. Re- so really, this is the, the, the you will win if you get this next one. Obviously. Oh my god! You should have stuck with golfers, Kyle. Gophers. I, I, yeah, it sounds I like don't believe that was a, a an option. Was it it, I don't believe Gof. that was Gof. it. Gophers. Gophers. Oh, he's a Brit. He said gophers. What I do you put, say? How do you say it? Gophers. I just say he said gophers. Gophers. I said a gopher is Gordon the gopher. Do you know what a gopher is? A gopher is an animal. Oh, yeah. oh. wait. Did you Guess think the whole time? An animal? Geese. It, or a guy. Geese. Andre, are you flocking me right now? Are you flocking me right now? <laughs> All right, oh, that's right. Okay, so let's go on to the next one. Over, 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 two. I'm ready. Number three. For many years, the world's largest blank has sat in Darwin. It weighs 70,400 pounds, is 12 feet in diameter, and was the creation of Francis A. Johnson. A. Statue. B. Swimming pool. C. Twine ball. D, basketball. Okay. I feel like you're messing with us on this one because if it's a stat, it, it makes sense it's a statue, right? Yeah. But it's probably not based on everything else. Allison's just guessing the ones we're not guessing. No, I'll go and first. And she's winning with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Allison, go first. See if that affects right. the boys. What do you okay. guess? I guess a basketball. What? How can a basketball weigh so much? Mm, no. Well, it's the biggest one. That's, that I don't it. have any rhyme or reason to my answer. Okay. See, she's guessing, and she's. Wi- I'm going to go with the most logical a- answer, and that's a statue. Joby, what are you going to go with? What are the other two options? Twine it's- ball and swimming pool. Oh. Swimming pool was my gut, but really? I went basketball. What was the question again, Carl? From well, I did it. So what? <laughs> for for many years, the world's largest blank is set in Darwin. It weighs seventeen four hundred pounds, twelve feet in diameter. Hmm. I'm going to go with statue two. No, I'm not because I'm going to swap things up. Swimming pool. 
But I really mean statue, but I'm going to go swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> just in case I go swimming pool wrong, my guess, guess was uh, statue. <laughs> so I've got two. Your cross guess. All right, so let's start with Joby. So Should this we? sound right here, that's for me. Because all of y'all are wrong. Oh. What? I don't it's even know a, what that is. It's a twine. Come on, twines like string, like twine, like you know. You well, I was close to the ball. Okay, so let's just read this. I want to read <laughs> this again. I gave you the option. <laughs> so th- does this make sense? For many years, the world's largest swine ball, twine, is actually what it is, not <laughs> swine, because that would be a, a disease <laughs> or an illness. The world's largest swine flu. Uh, so for many years, the world's largest twine ball has sat in Darwin. It weighs seventeen thousand swine. Oh my gosh, get it right. Shine? Blind? Okay. Yeah. O for O for one for two. Okay, all right. Question number four. Which of these was not invented in Minnesota? A, automatic pop-up toaster. Ding. Water skis. (laughs) Hole punch. Same as Stapler. Bop. (laughs) As good as I could do. Uh, and I didn't say what those letters were, but I think you can fill in the blank. I'll go first again. All right, go ahead. Water skis. Oh, you're going with water skis. I'm gonna go ahead and go with automatic pop-up toaster. That was not. That was invented in Indiana. I'm pretty sure. Well, the mini stoves that got. So three of these things were invented there. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go stapler. Stapler, okay. You guys. I just tied this game with Allison Tyler. Uh oh. Oh, wow. It's Hulk Punch. Oh my gosh. All of those three were invented, in fact, in Minnesota. How good am I doing right now? You're tied with me. You're not that good. The house is tied. Excuse me. The house is tied. (laughs) The house should never win. No. You did win. You tied. The house should never get close to winning. Oh, nuts. Man. You guys had (laughs) 75% chance (laughs) of getting... I mean, I guess you each only had like... Never mind. (laughs) I'm just saying, there are three of you here, and you all picked the wrong answer. It makes me very happy. Well, I saw Hole Punch and Stapler, and I was like, well, those are office things. Maybe they have a lot of office people there that invent things. And then I was like, Toaster, Squatter Skis, Minnesota, Cold Winters. They probably don't ski. Isn't that crazy? Well, let me tell you about these items um, because I have a little trivia on them. They were marketed. The first one, the automatic Papa Toaster, was marketed June 1926 in Minneapolis under the name Toastmaster. The retail price was $13.50. Whoa. That's pretty wow. That's pretty that's expensive. Oh, expensive for back, for back then. then. Yeah. yeah. For back then, that's like a hundred bucks. Well, how many pounds is that, Jovi? Uh, I've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> You're not <laughs> a true Brit. 180 pounds. Nice. <laughs> um, and back then the the the, the uh, exchange is probably was probably much different. So. Right, the exchange is different. Uh the first practical water skis were invented in nineteen twenty two by Wal- Ralph Samuelson. Uh, who's steam bent two eight foot long pine boards into skis? Now wow. I don't know why. I guess maybe for the summer months in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, this is a, yeah. It's a lot of investment for like a, a month and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I thought the water skis would be like down south or That's something. That's what I was thinking. 
He took his first sure. ride behind a motorboat on lake on a lake in Lake City. Uh, the stapler was invented in Spring Valley. That's all I have on that. <laughs> oh. Um, and and a little bit more. Uh, my my good friend Justin Kirk is on a, a good, wonderful Emmy nominated oh. television show. Yes, we should mention this. Uh, uh, uh called Weeds. <laughs> I've heard of it. Oh, what's that? <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Um, Justin <laughs> Kirk and uh, another well-known person, T.R. Knight, also from Minnesota. Justin Kirk from Minnesota. Both. Did shows at the Guthrie growing up and got their education there or parts of it. Um, and wow. then moved on to become big, famous people. Wow. So if you want to become famous, the easiest way to do it is go to go to, go to Minnesota. <laughs> well, if you want to be famous on a TV show, I guess. Which is Or fine. theater. Which, which or just be cool people, maybe. Just be cool people. If you yeah. want to go to be a grow to be a cool person, go to Minnesota and be part of the Guthrie Theater. So now, real quick, because you mentioned this I do want to – I think we should talk about it before and then we'll talk about it after because obviously next week's show is after what's going to happen this weekend. What is going to happen this weekend, Kyle? Your show was nominated, dude, for an Emmy the entire, for the first very time. very excited. Showtime's Weeds nominated for an Emmy. First time ever. Wow. How do you so feel excited. right now? Thanks, I know. you guys. How Thanks do, a lot. How do you feel right now? It's very cool. This is it's big. A, you know, this is our fourth season. We're in our fifth season, but the fourth season is the one that was nominated and – it's a pretty cool season. We we threw th- you know, toss things up a little bit. It's very different. But um, the cool thing is that uh, we were nominated for five actually: Mary Louise, Elizabeth, the show, cinematography, which is fantastic in the yeah. show. It is and, really and good. And then um, sound mixing design, and we won for sound <gasps> mixing. Oh wow! Yes, yeah, so it's very very exciting for the show. That'll m- probably be the only one we win since we never win any awards except in the Golden Globes, Mary Louise Parker. Um but I great, have though. a good mm. feeling about you guys this year. I, I know you me guys, too. I got to say, we've never been on the ballot, so I feel like, you know, people would like vote for whatever, you know, you know, like whatever they would vote for. But you see weeds there and you've known about this show for four seasons and you're just like, "Oh my gosh, I know about all those other shows, like blah, 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 blah. But I, I, we. But we, I got to vote for that this year. I got a feeling. Mm. Tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight's going to... I'm not going to sing, but how how cool would it be if we won? <laughs> and then we could talk about it next week. Yeah. But anyways, well, thanks, you guys. You feel right good, now? good luck and good feelings, please send. To all of... Our way. <laughs> I was trying to do it at Yoda, you know? <laughs> by the way, by the way... Thanks. By the way, per capita is per head. So it's per, per person. person. Per yes, person. yes, yes, yes. I know. Oh. But um, but I didn't want to give it away because if I would have said that, you would have known golfers. people. Yeah. So I was Good thing I got it right anyway. Area. Good thing I got it right anyway. People. <laughs> yep. Allison knows what she's talking about. You get it about. right. But your dad is a world-renowned golfer. Audubon golfer. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the name of your country. So club. really just. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I think before we close up the show, I want to open up the lines really quickly. So if you guys want to give us a call, we'll take a couple calls real quickly. It's uh, 310. Call and ask Joby a question. 310-651-6772. If you want to talk to Joby Hart, who was at the VMAs, we uh, you know we, we talked to him a little bit you know, earlier. I just and- physically abused Allison Tyler, yeah. our, our co-host in here. Like physically like abused her, and I had no intention of doing so. Have- <laughs> Excuse me, that is not funny. <laughs> Wow. That was bruise. very cool. <laughs> when but did I, we invite I, those people? I witnessed yeah. this abuse as well, so it, that's terrible. Yeah, call the cops. <laughs> I also we just have a witness. Farted. I also just farted. I didn't mean to. 
But it was like one of those laugh farts that you. Oh my fart gosh! Well, we need laughing. to have a jar. Does anyone have a jar? We can oh. jar this fart and we can sell it on eBay for yeah. charity. After you win an Emmy. After you win the Emmy, because after we win the Emmy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the you gotta be fart. You gotta be critically acclaimed to, um, to win and to to sell some right, guys, fart bags on. <laughs> our numbers three one zero. Six five one six seven seven two. You can also get the information on our website www.tgglive.net. That's dot net, and uh, everything. And you can there. be our friends on show. Twitter at Kyle Sherman, at Hunter Parrish, at Allison M. Tyler, at, uh, TGG, at Live. TGG Live. First up, Allison M. Tyler. Uh, Joby, do you have a Twitter? I do, but I, I need to use it more, like you guys obviously do. We well, do. We do have a caller with us. Let's, let's, let's take talk. it on. How's Joby, it going? What's, what's going on? You're on uh, Two Guys and a Girl. At Joby Hart. At Joby Hart, guys. Hi, who's this? It's Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Kelsey what's going on? Nothing. Kelsey, have you been on our show before? Yep. Tell, yep. Tell, tell, tell the people how many times. Like three or four times. Three or four times. <laughs> Kelsey's one of our calls we always like to take. Uh, she's on our favorite list. Joby Hart is here with us. Obviously, Kelsey, you, you heard us talk to him earlier. What do you want to ask him? Do you hey, have any Kelsey. questions for him? Um, was the reaction like horrible once you left the CMAs about Kanye? Uh, what with everyone who was there were they all talking about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone was talking about it. He was the thing. Um, that's the unfortunate problem with the whole Michael Jackson thing. They had this whole tribute. The whole show was dedicated to Michael Jackson and love. And all people took away from the VMAs was the uh, was the Taylor Swift and Kanye West thing. So it was awful. Everyone was like, wow, what a douche Kanye West is. Our local radio station were play- was playing Kanye songs yesterday and interrupting them with Taylor Swift. Oh, that's awesome. That's that is that genius. Is absolutely. Wow. That- and it's so smart. That's Kelsey, thanks for calling in. You know what's funny too, actually? There's, a, there's an internet thing going around now where people are posting up pictures of like, th- there's all sorts of funny stuff with like people posting a picture of the president with like Kanye interrupting him. Did you see that video? Oh, yes. There's that video. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff. There's always like things, pictures, videos of, you know, it's just, it's funny. It's a yeah, big thing. Now. I think it's it's pretty set in stone. Kanye West is a, is a douchebag. Yeah. But, but but he has apologized. He actually has apologized you know, remorsely. Is that, word? Is that the right yeah, word? Yeah, yeah, sure. And he was on the uh, the Jay Leno show yesterday, and, and that was quite emotional. We're going to get in trouble. That wasn't a word we're allowed to use on the show, actually. Remorse. Remorse. You're going to have to um, <laughs> go, ba- go back on that. But yeah, we know about the But Jay wait a minute. But, but Taylor Swift was on The View yesterday, and, and they asked her, has Kanye West apologized to you? And she said no. Oh. Oh, so interesting. It, you know, like, he's been apologizing in the public, but like, I think he owes her. He a never coffee. actually called. I think he owes her a coffee. I agree. Like, a we need beer. to go to coffee. Oh, like she's no, she can't drink. She's but he did say on the Jedano show yesterday that he would uh, he'd be happy to to do anything he could to help her. You know what have you musically what really you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and he seemed quite sad. <gasps> Why <What? laughs> he said he would help her out musically? She doesn't okay, need he any say, help. He didn't say the word musically, oh, okay. but he, in any way that he could, like. But almost kind of insinuating the fact that he would, you know... What if they collaborated on, on this exactly. song? Oh, wow. That's exactly. big press with this big money. All right, right, we have a caller with us right now. How's it going? You're on Two Guys and a Girl. Hi. Who is this? What's your name? It's Sarah. Sarah, what's going on? Do you have a question for uh, Joby Hart here with us? Oh, I well, I just wanted to say, um, did you guys hear about, I guess, the president... 
kind of off the record called Kanye a jackass. Yes. You know what? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I did hear about that, and I actually do. I think I have the audio for that. I'm going to look and see if I have the yeah. audio for that. I'll look I, it up. I don't really blame him. I mean, he's the president. He can do whatever he wants. He can say whatever he wants. And jackass isn't so bad, I guess, for that guy. <laughs> It was just funny because it was supposed to be off the record and then it yeah. wasn't. Completely off <laughs> the record. And then it got out. So that should prove that our political structure has no trust. It's or, flawed. Yeah. It's flawed. Exactly. Whoever his people are around him. Uh, it's not working. I guess ABC was interviewing him and then. Maybe we'll find out about was... some uh, major offshore bombing or. Uh, underground secret underground society. secret society or uh the fact that september 11th was all part of the governmental structure oh, plan let's not get maybe into we'll this. get secret information about that or about aliens <laughs> we could find about area 50 whatever <laughs> if we really go to the moon exactly Ooh. Oh. Well, you guys, I, have I, to say- I do have the audio for this actually oh let's, let's play right, it. should we, uh, should we play it and see what it sounds like all right hold on a sec we're gonna uh, sarah hold on a sec we're gonna play this audio all right, let's see what this sounds Your like. Your girls as hacked off as mine were that Kanye gave <laughs> Taylor Swift the Joe Wilson treatment. I thought that was really inappropriate. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like she's getting an award. What are you, what are you buttoning? in? I, I, I hear you. I, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I hope does I, that, I, I... Does that count as the first question? That, <laughs> John's the young lady seems like a perfectly nice person. She's getting her award. What's he yeah, doing up there? Why would he do that? He's a jackass. <laughs> oh, there, oh my there it is. There Wait, is, but well, why was that supposed to be off the record? It's a press. It's a press conference. I wanted to hear him say something like that. Take that off the record or whatever. Yeah. But that's awesome. There it is. Our president just said jackass, folks. He's human. I uh, love it. And well, I, I think later on though, in that thing, he was like, "Hey, you know what?" And Sarah, thanks for calling. By the way, but you know, he said later on in that interview. With that, or you know, off the record interview, he said, "Hey, you know, I'm, just, I'm, you know, I'm the president. Give me some slack." <laughs> Where's the president? He referred to himself as the president. Well, that's weird. He, he is. That's what he, he is. is. He is. <laughs> cool. Well, you guys, I have to make a little short shout out to uh, a girl named Lauren who uh, is having her 21st birthday this Friday. Woo! Lauren, happy 21st that's birthday! That's a big one from two guys and a girl and Joby Hart. Drink something <laughs> and stay safe, but enjoy yourself this weekend. Happy birthday! Don't take 21 shots. Joby Hart, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks yes. for having me. Yeah, thank you, man. It's so good. I've had a lot of fun with you guys. And, and I love Laguna Beach as well. Yes. That's one thing I forgot to mention. <laughs> <laughs> Joby Hart loves Laguna Beach. You're a big fan of Laguna. That's so funny. Well, guys, listen, uh, you can find our uh, show on Twitter, twitter.com slash Live. We have a, uh, a website, tggelive.net. We appreciate it. Listen to the song before we close the show because it's kind of funny. I laughed at it. Here you go. Kanye West, what's with that guy? He really put himself to shame that night. The whole thing was live. It looked like he was pretty drunk. He's got a tendency for acting up. You know he ain't right. And I wish she would hit him. With her movement What I can't believe Is the fact that he has Any fans So when I think Kanye West I think of someone I detest I just have one small request 
I'll bet you will all agree when you think Kanye West, think SOB. Everybody, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter. 